Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all a rugby league experience. Let's talk about the Cronulla Sharks in this 2024 season preview series. Uh, for the Cronulla Sharks, we're going to be talking about the Hines and Trindle combination. Uh, what, are, what are our thoughts on this Hines and Trindle combination? Obviously, it's pretty much confirmed now that these two will be the halves for the Cronulla Sharks in 2024 with the departure of Matt Moylan. During the preseason, obviously he's gone to England to pursue a career in the Super League. Uh, so Hines and Trindle are going to be the halves. Uh, Hines, pretty much his development. I know that he's one of the older guys now. He's 28, 29 years old. I think he's 28 now. Uh, if I'm trying to be super specific, I might look it up quickly. Actually, I think he's 27, 28. And Nico Hines age. Nico Hines age. I should have probably done this before. Uh, 27, yeah. So, you know, he's one of the... He's sort of getting into the peak of his powers. Obviously, debuted quite late. Only debuted in 2019. Um, but, yeah, look, his development, I guess, as a player, and it's weird to say about a 27-year-old, uh, and, you know, going to the next level for Nico Hines as well. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on Nico Hines in this team, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. Uh, but, you know, going to that next level still because it's what the Sharks need from Nico Hines. Uh, the forward pack this season uh, is pretty solid. You know, they are lacking that one front rower, which they're going to get in 2025. We'll obviously talk about Adam Fanua Blake in the 2025 preview, which is this time next year. But uh, in terms of this coming season in 2024, um, you know, I think that's I think that the forward pack is still pretty good. I feel like the forward pack is still pretty solid. They just short that one more, um, you know, game-breaking forward, that leader in the pack. I think that's what really what they're missing, to be honest, for the Sharks. Uh, and then the defensive rebuild as well. Uh, for, for a Craig Fitzgibbon side, the defense was pretty poor towards the back end of the year for the Sharks. It lost them games. It was a big factor as to why they couldn't beat top eight sides. And that's another point here as well that I haven't even got on the sheet. That's the most obvious one, beating top eight sides. Uh, if they want to be a competitive top eight side, they've got to be able to beat other top eight sides. And they've got to be able to do it convincingly too if they want to go from a for a premiership over the next two to three years. Uh, they really got to start beating those top eight sides. So uh, let's go through the first point, which is Hines and Trindle. Now, from what I've seen from Trindle exclusively, just watching Trindle, I've enjoyed his football. I think that he came in and added a different sort of spark from com- compared to what we've used to seeing from Matt Moylan. Came in and added a bit of a different flavor. Played quite well personally. Had a great kicking game. Had a great running game. Organized the team well. Hines was a little bit more freed up to do his thing. Uh, him and Braley sort of built a combination. Hines and Braley going down the right-hand side of the park. Uh, Trindle sort of owned the left-hand side of the park and, uh, you know, really conducted what was going on there. And Hines and Trindle sort of built a little bit of a combination. While they're not fully gelled yet and not fully convinced on this pairing. I do think that they've gelled a lot quicker compared to other halves in the competition when they've just been put together. The halves pairing is very fresh. We only saw about three or four games of Trindle and Hines, maybe a little bit more. Um, But from what I saw, you know, there are a few defensive issues for Trindle, which I'm sure in a Craig Fitzgibbon side uh, that will get sorted out during the preseason and maybe throughout uh, this upcoming season in 2024. 
But other than that, I've been I've been really impressed with exclusively Trindle. I just want to see this Hines and Trindle halves pairing throughout the year really click. And maybe in the preseason, they work on their halves pairing and obviously they'll work on their um, halves pairing and sort of start to gel during the preseason. And then obviously next season, we're going to really see this halves pairing flourish, but they just need time to gel. I think people are being a little bit too critical on Hines and Trindle. As I said, they've only just been put together um, in this side. They might have played a little bit of reserve grade together at some point when they were both at Melbourne. Uh, I think that Hines might have joined Melbourne just after Trindle left. Um, There might have been a little bit of a time lapse there where they might have played together or maybe not. Could be totally wrong. Trindle might have been at Melbourne ages ago. Um, But... You know, I think that the, that people are being too critical on this halves pairing when it's only just been put together. Uh, they need to wait for this halves pairing to flourish. If it doesn't flourish, it doesn't flourish. But people just need to give this halves pairing time. It did gel a lot quicker, or it hasn't fully gelled yet, but it began to gel much quicker than a lot of halves pairings that we've seen over the past few years for a variety of different teams uh, com- yeah, compared to those guys, this halves pairing is really coming together a lot quicker. Uh, but I do still think that people are being a little bit too critical. And I think that you've got really got to wait until this halves pairing has been together for a while to really tell if it's good or if it's not. I think that it is going to be good. I just think that they've got to play a few more games together for it to be good. It might not work out at the start of the season, but you've got to give these these things time. Uh, it doesn't work straight away. And the wooden spoon sides, the poorer sides, they chop and change their halves pairing every time it doesn't work, whether it be one or two games. You've got to really sit and watch this halves pairing develop before you can be too critical on Hines and Trindle for me. Uh, as we've said, exclusively watching Trindle, he's great. Um, but this halves pairing, as uh, you know, as we've said, it needs time to flourish. Now, Hines, ex- watch, watching exclusively Hines, this is going to be his third year in the number seven jersey. It's going to be his third year playing halfback. You know, and that's crazy considering that he's played well, in first grade at least. He's played a variety of positions for Melbourne. Uh, he played a lot of 5'8 for the Falcons, I believe. I think he was exclusively at 5'8 for the Falcons uh, and being the second fiddle inside. Um, but this is sort of, you know, the third year that he's been in halfback in first grade. And for the situation that he's in, only the third year at halfback in first grade, I think he's done tremendous. Obviously got the Dally M uh, last year. Uh, sorry, not last year, the year before now. Um, you know, got Dalian player of the year and it was his second or first year in, um, you know, in first grade exclusively and exclusively at halfback, not on the wing, center, 5'8", roaming, 14, you know, a bunch of different positions like he was at Melbourne. It was his first or second full season at halfback. I think it was his first season at halfback he got the Dalian, which is incredible. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, he's sort of starting to come into his own. He just needs someone in the side to take a little bit of pressure off him. I do think that's Trindle, and I think it's going to be Trindle over the next few uh, sort of months, over the next 12 months. It could end up being Trindle. As we've said, we've got to wait for this Harvest pairing to gel. Um, but I think that Trindle is going to be quite good for Hines because Trindle's pretty much come through exclusively as a seven as well. Uh, he doesn't usually play six, I don't think. Could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he pretty came through the grades exclusively at seven. Um, Braden Trindle. 
So it's his first sort of year, Trindle, at a six. It doesn't really matter the number on your back. I think Trindle can take a lot of pressure off Hines, and I think that's exactly what Hines needs in this team. Um, so, yeah, look, very keen to see how Hines goes. Uh, it's another year at halfback for him. His development as a player um, and obviously going to that next level for Nico Hines, I think is going to be the big thing. Building that combination with Blake Braley. It's his third year uh, in the side now. You're going to want to expect big things. You know, they've exclusively gotten to... Sorry, not exclusively. I keep saying exclusively for no reason. Uh, they've continually gotten into finals uh, and obviously just missed out, but they haven't also been able to beat those top eight sides. Getting to that stage where they can beat top eight sides, you know, Hines can do some pretty incredible things, building combinations with his outside men. It's sort of the third year, sort of where you're expecting a little more. The Sharks as a whole have got to fix up their defense uh, and start beating top eight sides, and that's going to come off of their, off their main man, Hines. A little bit more communication around the ruck as well, and with his side in attack and in defense, Nico Hines become that communicator, become that leader in the number seven jersey. I can't wait to see Hines in his third year at halfback now. It's going to be really exciting, but he's going to be a big factor for the, the Sharks' success, uh, and if they get into the top eight or not. Uh, the forward pack, Braden Hamanuele, Royce Hunt, oh, especially Royce Hunt. I was very impressed with him in 2023. I thought he had a big year and not many people noticed it. Uh, Britton Nakora had a really big year as well, playing for the Kiwis yet again uh, and having some big games and some big moments uh, for the Kiwis as well. He has really evolved as a player in Britton Nakora. Uh, he was outstanding in the World Cup and outstanding in 2023. Um, you know, take Wilton. I feel like there's a few defensive issues there, but I feel like he can fix those under Craig Fitzgibbon. I think it's going to be a big defensive-focused offseason for the Sharks, and they're really going to come in defensively strong and one of the better defensive teams in the competition. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, other than that, Teg Wilton in attack is outstanding. So if he's the option there uh, on an edge, can't wait to see it. They've also acquired Billy Burns, which is something that a lot of people sort of have slept on. He is an outstanding footballer, uh, has some big, big games for the Dragons, and a lot of people have slept on him, as I said. Uh, he is an absolute freak. So definitely one to watch, whether he starts or whether he's off the bench. And I think under Craig, Fitzg uh, under Craig Fitzgibbon, he can do a really good job as well. Uh, Billy Burns. Who else is there? Dalfinukin as well. He's getting older and older, but he is still the same amount of animal as he has been for the past four years. He is a freak. And just seeing some pictures of him in the offseason, you think that no one else can get as much as a as much of a pump as Dalfinukin can just from running. You can see the veins popping out his neck, arms, legs everywhere. He is an absolute freak. Trains harder than anybody else in the room. Uh, and I'm keen to see another year of Dalfinukin at the Sharks as well. Uh, also keen to see Cam McInnes as well, uh, where he fits into this side again, whether he is a rotational hooker, whether he is a, a roaming lock coming off the bench, where he fits into this team, because he's sort of been a bit of both in 2023. I'd love to see him lock down a position in this team. He is a 14, but where does he come into the game? Where does he come onto the field? Is a big question for me around Cam McInnes. Uh, but looking at this forward pack as a whole, a very strong forward pack still. They are just missing that one leader, and I think that's going to be AFB in 2025. 
uh, but still a very strong forward pack. Uh, they've just got to fix up this side defensively, be a bit more of a stronger defensive unit. Uh, that's a big focus for the Sharks. And under Craig Fitzgibbon, you know, he will demand success in defense. He was a great defender himself. He's a great defensive coach. And I think that he's going to get the best out of his guys in defense. It's going to be a very, I feel like, outside looking in, it's going to be a very defensive-focused offseason for the Sharks. I think they come sixth. I think they finish in a very similar position after where they were in 2023. Uh, I think they get to sixth. I think they get into the finals. How deep they go into finals is completely up to them. Uh, and it's completely up to the leaders in this side. Nico Hines, Will Kennedy was outstanding too. It's a guy we haven't even touched on yet. Will Kennedy is an absolute weapon. Hopefully he's out there for the full year for the Sharks as well. That's something that they're going to be hoping for in 2024. Uh, but Braden Trindle um, as well in this side as well. He's going to have to be uh, a bit of a leader in this team as a main half, him and Nico Hines. Uh, Will Kennedy, Braden Trindle, Nico Hines, you know, the spine, not only the spine, but also the forwards like Braden Hammond-Uele. I think he's going to have to get a bit of a leadership role. Uh, Toby Rudolph, a guy we didn't even mention, we completely forgot about and slept on Toby Rudolph. He is a fucking freak as well, absolute weapon, and I'm keen to see him rip and tear in 2024. I think he's in for a big year as well. This pack is still... And you can never underestimate the Sharks pack. The Sharks pack will always bite back at you whenever you underestimate them. They are so tough. And in the big games, they make it count. Now, while in 2023, they couldn't beat the top eight sides, I think that they're going to come in with a totally different mindset in 2024. And they are going to really make uh, you know life hell for other forward packs who have to defend this monster pack. Royce Hunt, Braden Hamanuele, and Toby Rudolph running at you. Please don't hurt me. Oh, well.